Welcome to Couples Becoming Intentional. I'm Carrie. I am John. And here at Couples Becoming Intentional, we want to equip you with different tools and resources so that you can live intentional lives with those that you love to leave a legacy that lasts. Welcome back to another episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. Today we are diving into concept number three of how to cultivate connection in your relationships. This is a six-part mini-series that we are doing on the podcast, so you can go back and listen to episodes one and two. Those are linked down in the show notes. And today we are going to be talking about... Dun, dun, dun. Practice uh, gratitude. <laughs> you want to say that Practi- again? <laughs> I thought it was uh, pre- present continual, so I was going to say practicing. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Um, no, it's just, it's just practice gratitude. Yep. So we're going to be talking on the lens of this, and John's going to be reading off a little bit of the direction that we're going to be going. If this is a topic that interests you, you can go back and listen to episode 19. Of our podcast. My phone locked me out. (laughs) (laughs) And my face ID wasn't working (laughs) because the mic is in my face. Um, episode 19, which is how to cultivate a generosity mindset. We, that was 19. So that was a long time ago. Um, so we're going to do a little refresh on this one. Yeah. I, there's definitely been a, a gradual just getting better at talking to a screen while well, you're talking to me. I'm talking yeah. to you. Uh-huh. Um, Since back then. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> definitely gotten better. Yes, um, that is so for sure. There's a couple episodes that like we didn't even release because they were so cringy. Yeah. And they will never, never be seen. Yeah. And, that, and that is a-okay. Don't, don't. They will never, never be heard. <laughs> Surprise, we're starting a Patreon now. And no. it's all going to be over there. No, no, <laughs> no, no. we're not. People don't want to listen to that. Okay, kick uh, us off. They might. Okay, mm. well, if you do, send me a DM. <laughs> I'll give you the raw audio. So. I will personally send you the raw audio, yes. <laughs> uh, so the little blurb that they've written about the practice, grati- under the practice gratitude, um, Heading is when you have a feeling of reverence for a generous act or physical item someone gives you, helps to bind you with one another. It helps you to bind you with one another, period. Gratitude allows for a celebration in the present of something from the past, essentially essentially allowing you to relive something good. Obviously, uh, this article is not in the in the mind frame or in the same, like in the stream of like Christianity, mm-hmm. it's kind of just like, Hey, the, like how to send good vibes into the universe yeah. is mm-hmm. that like you actually are thankful for the things that you have. Mm-hmm. And I think like, this is where Christians get a better idea of what gratitude actually can look like mm-hmm. because like everything we have is a gift Yes, because of our creator God. Mm-hmm of like who you are, all your abilities, everything that you own, the air that you're breathing is from God. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's kind of like one of those things of like, how do you practice gratitude when you don't have that kind of framework? Right. It's definitely more challenging. And that's where this article comes from, of being grateful for like gifts people give you is kind of like what... It, the direction that it was going in, um, which is definitely a part of it. I think when we talk about how to cultivate a generous mindset, that's one of our roots that we have is we are generous people. 
with our time, with our finances, with our space, that's, there's like all these different areas of where you can actually choose to be generous rather than just giving up of your money to quote the poor (laughs) or to charity, which I feel like is such a very worldly point of view for what being generous means. Yeah. I think, um, when we when we're put into a, a, a um, when we have the correct mind frame, we have the correct like lens to look through. It can like really change how you're seeing. Which like that sounds so simple in its nature of like mm-hmm. when you have the right prescription for what your eyes are actually are, then you can have a better understanding. Which is like yes, that's how glasses work. Um, but like so often we are blinded by our own culture. We're blinded by just the world we live in to, to see what like the surplus of things that we are like, that we are blessed with in our life. Like it may not seem like it, but when you are American, just an American, no matter where you are on the scale of like low class, middle class, high class, you are still in the top like 3% of the world, mm-hmm. which is like, we don't understand that. Like that, fra- that uh, like <laughs> it's, it's hard to believe that like, yes, you're as an American, you are in the top 3%, not of only just like the current world, but like ever in mm-hmm. past history of mankind. And that is something to be thankful for and not to be squandered. Mm-hmm. So when we look at how can being generous cultivate connection with one another, I think there comes this piece as followers of Jesus in friendships and relationships where we're called to be selfless. We're not called to be doormats, which is something that I'm growing in. We're called to be selfless Mm -hmm. and looking at how can we be generous people with our time, our money, and our space to really pour out to others that are around us. So I know this has really showed up for me when people, one of my love languages is receiving gifts. So when people unexpectedly gift me something it makes me feel like i'm on top of the world like that was something that they went out of their way to be selfless to spend money or resources to get something for me because they love and they care for me and i appreciate it and i feel connected and i feel a closeness with that person because i feel like they took care of me and i think that's something that i try to do in relationships i think when I get the inclination of uh, like the Holy Spirit tug of reaching out to somebody that I do it, whether that's a text message just to see how they're doing, whether that's sending a Starbucks gift card or a crumble gift card, um, just like keeping track of when those special moments are in their day. um, That's a way for me to lay down finances in the, in like those two cases of something that I may want for the betterment of somebody else because I ultimately do deeply care for them. 
Yeah, I think those like little little gifts here and there, the surprise ones that just are like people aren't, aren't expecting, like when it's not their birthday, not any mm-hmm. like thing going special is like it like it says a lot of th- like about like who you are and and who that person who's receiving that gift. I was just like, hey, I was thinking of you. Here's like five dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is like being like being generous with our words. Mm. Um, there was a practice I used to be that I used to do that I just reach out randomly to a person and say like, "Hey, I'm just so thankful for you as a person. Mm-hmm. Like you've really helped me in my life, and you have like, um, you just helped. Like anytime I had a question, you would be able to just uh, take the time to think critically about that and um, really respond well and give me a great answer when when I was in that." when I was in that like searching um, stage of my life, that was actually a specific answer. That, <laughs> um, one that I sent out and it was just like, be, like there are so much negativity in this world that when someone like encounters like a good thought out, just very generous uh, message, mm-hmm. um, it, it can really help someone if they're having a bad day or mm-hmm. like it's something they can look back on of like, you know what, this is like, if they're having those negative thoughts where it's like, what am I doing this for? What, I, why am I like all those why questions that are getting bombarded in their minds, mm-hmm. they can go back and say like, actually, no, I know somebody has actually benefited from what I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're not the only ones. Right. And I can continue in this because I benefit benefit it, benefit other people mm-hmm. um, by, you know. And it's, it's, I mean, like, right, we're so, we are so loved. We, are, we, refer, we love because Christ first loved us. Like, mm-hmm. to understand what the love so generously poured on us, then we can... Love those because of Jesus. Um, another practice that came to mind while talking about this is um, shoot. I knew I should have just said it both right away. <laughs> of oh yeah no I got it mm, I got it came right back thank you thank you Lord Jesus of um. In order to get to the place where we can be generous with our time, our money, our our possessions, our like for us it's our like our house. We wanna be people that are hospitable. You absolutely need to live in margin. Mm-hmm. Which is another that is another root of ours. And I, I'm pretty sure we talked about this back in episode nineteen, but like to reiterate, I think, I don't know. It's been over a year, so I, I don't know if this was ever stated, <laughs> but, and, and, you you have to live a margin. So if you're living in debt, you can't be generous with your money. Mm-hmm. If you're filling your time with every single day with things, you're not going to have time to spend on others. Mm-hmm. If your house is your castle, it is your place to rest, it is filled with a bunch of stuff you barely use, you're not going to have the space to be generous with, with it. And I just, it's, it's a simple mindset, right? Like of like, how can I create a, like a simple lifestyle that reflects that of Jesus? 
if you look at Jesus and his ministry, he lived very, very simple. Like the fact that like he said to people who are trying to be disciples of Jesus, he says, uh, foxes have holes, birds have nests, but the son of God, man has no place to rest his head. Mm-hmm. That almost rhymed. Um, <laughs> had no place to rest. Um, it's because he had no place to live. He was a, um, he traveled around and he preached the gospel because that was his calling. And he lived a very simple life. And we're like, ah, oh, we're Americans. We have our luxuries. And I can't do without my luxuries. You can do without a couple of things. <laughs> and it, like to get it, buy a $5 cup of, seven it's, Seven to eight dollar cup of coffee. It's Starbucks. getting up to eleven dollars now. Sometimes it's ridiculous, but yeah, like there are wise ways to use your money, and there's a f- foolish, as the Bible would say. Mm-hmm. If it's not a wise way, it is a foolish way. Mm-hmm. It's as much as it pains me to say it's a black and white kind of like thing. It is very black and white when it comes to generosity. It's either you are not being generous or you're not, or you are or you're not. Right. I When I think about that concept, it's are you holding on to things so tightly or are you holding them open-handed? Mm. And when we hold things, possessions, open-handed and allow God to use them however they see best fit, we are not tied to the result. We are not our heart is not completely broken when it's taken away or it gets bigger and the Lord provides ways for an abundance um, because we just keep it. We, we choose to keep things very open handed. And that's probably the hardest thing when it comes to the concept of generosity is being open handed with everything, which means that when you're looking at your calendar, maybe you're not living in margin. You have an open hand of Lord, what needs to be taken away? And really processing, they might be good things and they might, different things might be a good fit um, or were a good fit for a season. But in this upcoming season, it's a no and you choose to take a step back. And I just want to add a quick asterisk to that. I know as somebody who likes to sign up for things, who feels bad if they back out, I just want to give you permission that it, it is okay to back out. That it is okay to step back from something for a season and it's okay if you have to fall, like not follow through on the commitment that you had originally stated um, to protect yourself. Because if you're mm. showing up in a place that is not of love and is not of kindness and is not of joy and all those different things, um, you might be robbing somebody else of the opportunity to show up in that way. Mm. So I want to give yourself permission that if you are feeling this tug of walking away from something that may be a really good thing and feeling like you're not walking through on the commitment that you had originally set, that it's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I, that's just a little, a little asterisk back to, um, the genera, the generosity thing. So we talked about three different areas about cultivating or practicing generosity about um, gift giving, being kind. And then also with that, like physical possessions 
or financial possession, like financial assistance. And then the second thing that you had mentioned was being kind with your words. And then the third thing that you had talked about. Living in margin so that Thank you, you can be generous. I was generous. like, we just talked about it and it might, I know. totally went blank. I, I blinked on it for a little bit too. Yes. It, it is. Yeah. So out of those three ways that we had talked about when it comes to practicing generosity, I want you to think about what is one thing that you can do this week to practice it. Maybe you're going to send a text message to a mentor, someone who has impacted your life, big or small, and just tell them how much they have meant to you. Maybe it's you're going to send somebody a $5 Starbucks gift card that maybe you got from something and you were really looking forward to it, but you feel the tug to send it. Or you're going to uncommit yourself to something. Whatever that looks like, whether those options are something else that you feel the Holy Spirit's really tugging you to, um, I want to commend you, commend you for hearing it, but then I want to encourage you to walk in obedience with it and choose to be brave and do hard things um, because the Lord sees you. Yeah, I think I think right. It's when we when we when we hear something that is difficult, especially when it's like generosity is not just something that's like light it's like it's a whole like um it's a whole like lens to look through with things right it's like if we can have loose grip on what we own loose grip on our time loose grip on our possessions it's it's especially if you like been living your whole entire life with a firm grasp on something mm-hmm. it can seem daunting Right. right of just like i i don't know if i can mm-hmm. i don't know if i can live a simple life that's full of margin that's uh every time i say margin i think of margarine yeah like the butter yeah you had just said it and i was like oh yeah camp i remember those days <laughs> yeah uh sorry i don't have adhd but sometimes maybe i don't know <laughs> <laughs> go down the rabbit trail uh, anyways, yeah, to live in a life that is f- full of margin is just <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, fill your life with butter instead. Stop. <laughs> no, uh, of uh, it, it can feel very daunting. Of just like, okay, what what do I actually need to do to to be in line with God's will? Mm-hmm. Like, of just being someone that is full of generosity, just like God is full mm-hmm. of generosity, and. I I would challenge you to just take one step. Yeah. Of like what is that one thing that you can do to to make your life more generous? Mm-hmm. Um change is one of those things that is hard, but it is who we are as humans to become people that are like Jesus. Right. So we need to go through a change. Mm-hmm. And change doesn't ha- occur overnight. I wish it did. <laughs> just sleep and I like boom. You are a more patient person now. <laughs> no, it's uh, if you if you're pe- praying to be more generous, if you're praying to be more patient, be prepared for more opportunities to practice it. Yep, and God calls these tests. Yeah, because you have to go through the test to actually get the result. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, what is that one small step you can take? Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. If you're enjoying this content, please leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts or a rating over on Spotify, a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 
we would love to be able to hear from you. You can send us a DM over on Instagram at Carrie Baco or at Jonathan Baco, and we'll see you guys next week. Join us next week for part four of this mm-hmm. mini series. Uh, this is one of those. Um, so what they have is part four. Fourth one is acceptance. Mm-hmm. I will say acceptance is a buzzword in our culture. Yeah. It's just you accept someone despite who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Christians, we, we want to frame it in a, uh, yes, acceptance is good. But the ultimate thing is love. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about love next time. Yay. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. As always, if you have a question that you would like us to answer here on the podcast, you can go ahead and send us an email at jcvhouse at gmail.com or you can send me a DM over on Instagram at Carrie Baco. We'd love to be able to answer and feature you on here on the podcast. And as always, if there is somebody in your life who would benefit from this episode, feel free to go ahead and send them the link. And if you love this content, we'd love to be able to hear from you. So go ahead and leave us a review over on Apple Podcast. Until next time, we love you and we appreciate you. See you guys. Bye.